another classic there from my drunken antisocial neighbours at half one in the morning. Regular listeners will have already heard them sing a George Michael medley and Teaspoon's Sex on the Beach. And now, is this the way to Amarillo? I'm starting to think if anyone's got any requests, feel free to get in touch. I can get in touch with the neighbours and put those requests to them. Maybe I should ask if they can yodel. I don't know what they're shouting. And I don't know if it's the Peter K thing. I'm not really familiar with the song that much. They're shouting something after the nananas. Don't know if anyone do a bit of detective work and can deduce what they are shouting. Anyway. I got a lovely email from Claire, regular listener to the David's Daily Digital Dollop series from 2016. Glad to hear that she's still on the scene when it, I mean, I knew she was alive, but I meant that she's still listening to the podcasts. I know that often when it came to the dollops, she would listen alongside her nephew. And I think he was eight at the time. But it is quite worrying when you think about some of the content that we have covered so far on this particular series. You know, for instance, my particularly sweary podcast from a few days ago. But I'd like to think that maybe as he gets older, there are episodes that he can visit that he wasn't allowed to visit. In the same ways, I suppose, certain authors, children's authors, evolve their stories so that the stories grow with the children. So I suppose Harry Potter is a prime example of that. The first one, very simplistic in its style. And then as the story continues and the books go on, it gets more convoluted and gets more complex and vocabulary increases as children grow up through the series. And I like to think that's the same thing for my content. That there are, and maybe I should have some sort of grading system. And I could say this is suitable for, I think there's a lot of people who miss in a trick by not employing the same system that children's authors do. For instance, rappers. Just take a big rapper like Eminem, for instance. He could have started out, you know, he's sort of doing his own take on Bar Bar Black Sheep and then sort of advance a little bit further into Ding Dong Bell, Pussy in the Well. Is a good way to get them into that more sexual language, I suppose, adult language. Gets them affiliated with that word in a different context. And he works himself up. You know, maybe instead of just going straight for the F word in his songs, sticking a blood you know, then maybe a bugger. And then the audience can grow with him. He starts out doing a version of Head, Shoulders, Knees and Toes, a rap version of that. And then as they get more adult, he progresses onto a more adult rap. Something like Head, Soldiers, Beers and Whores. He's got a song, hasn't he, Cleaning Out My Closet, which is a song where he's getting things off his chest, quite dark things about his mother, saying, I'm letting it all out. I'm telling it how it is, I'm cleaning out my closet. But that's quite an adult subject for a child. But he could just change the word slightly. Cleaning out my closet could be a song about tidying up. Help your parents out. Don't just let them do the cleaning. You know, help your mother and father out. Or your parent and your guardian. You know, it's important that he's politically correct. Oh, hello. (laughs) There's a dog, loose. And when he's rapping for adults, you know, it's motherfucking. But he's rapping for children, it's mother helping. Yeah, help your mother. And he could also go on to explain that when he says things like motherfucker, it's an expression, it's an idiom. Shouldn't really be taken literally. In Paul Temple, there's an expression that I've not heard before being said by one of the characters. And the expression is basket. Is oh, I don't like him. He's a real basket. And I don't know whether it's a phrase that people actually used, or whether he's just, he can't say bastard on the radio. Get yourself a podcast, mate. You can say whatever you want. But he can't say bastard, obviously. So he's changed it to basket. Oh, the little basket advised him against it. 
The basket being Danny Clayton. Yeah, that's right. The little basket. But I don't know whether maybe that is an actual phrase. I love it, though. I'm going to call more people baskets. I always love the word nincompoop. I think the word nincompoop should be used more in genuinely hostile situations. And I think if it's the kind of word that if you said, I think it could immediately diffuse an argument. If something looks like it's coming to blows, if you're in the middle of a fight and someone's coming at you and you don't want to be in a fight, call them a nincompoop with as much bravado as you can muster because I think it'll knock them off kilter. They won't expect it about what? They'll be expecting the bravado talk. All the usual, the effing and the jeffing. But you just, you floor them with a nincompoop. I think they'll be put off their guard. They'll be like, oh, oh, oh. They'll be laughing. <laughs> what, have you just, what have you just called me? You bought yourself some time. Run. Use the nincompoop and run. But yeah, I think basket. Definitely going to use the word basket. Anyway, I've just realised I've been talking for so long and I still haven't got onto the point that I, reason I was saying about Claire. So Claire said she's enjoying the podcast very much, but she would like it if I could mic Ellie up because she listens with hearing aids, so isn't able to wear headphones. And obviously the microphones are housed in my ears. So obviously Ellie is further away than I am. So I've said I will investigate getting Ellie mic'd up, but to be honest, I think if I did do that, you'd be disappointed, Claire. I'm coming out with a good stuff, so don't you worry about it. You're getting the good stuff, Claire. I mean, I, you didn't say whether you could hear Jeffrey or not. Let me know if you're hearing Jeffrey, because there's three of us on the podcast, me, Ellie and Jeffrey. I assume by the fact that you didn't mention him, it means you can hear him loud and clear, because it'd be a shame if you miss Jeffrey, because he comes out with some classic lines. Oh. Anyway, I shall have a look at options. Anyway, that was the reason I was referring to Claire's email there. I mean, as it happened, it turns out that the preamble getting to the point was much longer than the actual reason for me telling you about the message. I mean, I suppose there might be a transcription service that I could utilise. I love the idea of having a transcript available of these episodes, especially the one, one a few days ago, the swear-laden one. That would be rather interesting. But my goodness, it would really showcase the asininity and the ephemera and the nonsense that I spout on a daily basis if it was there in print. <laughs> I wonder what it would do about the wood pigeon. There's a wood pigeon there in the background. Wonder if it would pick that up. Yeah, I assume it's not going to put the bird calls in there. Otherwise, you wouldn't know what's going on. I'd be in the middle of saying something, and then you'd suddenly be reading tweet, tweet, tweet. You'd be thinking, bloody hell, he's a bit needy. Stop banging on about your social media, David. I'd be in the middle of talking, you'd suddenly read cheap, cheap. And you go, yeah, this is very cheap, these jokes. I have to say, Ellie's right. It's not Ellie, it's the bloody birds. That's the other thing as well, if there was a transcription. How would you know who's saying what? I think the only way that I could possibly do this is if I did it myself. I mean, bear in mind this is a free podcast. It would all, it's already taken up enough of my time. <laughs> but if there's any volunteers who would like to transcribe these for the deaf, for deaf, oh sorry, for deaf people, I do apologise. It's all right, I don't mind being called the blind. In fact, that's Ellie's pet name for me. Until tomorrow, goodbye. Buddy Jeffrey was on top form, I have to say. Well done, Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Stop that. No, stop. Stop it, Jeffrey. Stop it. Hey, no, we, we've got to wrap this up now. It's just one zinger after another with you, isn't it? Unbelievable. The little basket.